Hey folks, if you're being treated for anxiety and depression and you're still struggling, consider joining one of my DBT groups. Skills groups are a supportive, inclusive, cost-effective way to get the skills you need to create the life you want. Go to my website, rebeccashackney.com slash groups for more information. Hi, this is Rebecca Shackney, and this is A Therapist Takes Her Own Advice. Today I'll be telling a story illustrating the DBT concept of the three states of mind, emotion mind, reasonable mind, and wise mind. Several years ago, I was at a career crossroads. I left a job as a social worker at an inpatient psychiatric unit, and I wasn't sure what to do next. A meeting with a career coach reminded me of my interest in history and research, and he knew of a part-time job with an archivist, and I applied. It seemed like a good fit on paper. I mean, I'd studied theater history in college. I did in-depth dramaturgical research, one of the first at my school to do so in what is now a thriving program. I couldn't even remember why I didn't pursue that after college. They invited me in for an interview, and I thought, this must be right. They seem to think I'm a good fit, so I'll give it a try. Thinking back, I can still remember the feeling of trying to wedge myself into a situation that seemed right on paper, but certainly didn't feel right. When I went for the interview, I felt this vague sense of dread at the idea of taking the job and going to that office every single day. They must have picked up on my ambivalence because I didn't get the offer. Next, I thought, why had I given up casting all those years ago? It was such a fun job, and I was good at it. I loved having a connection to house seats at every Broadway show, getting my name in a real playbill, calling in my classmates from OU's drama department to audition, and meeting the people I'd read about in my college theater history classes. It would be so exciting to cast theater productions, movies, television shows. Why had I given it up all those years ago? Oh, right. I had a difficult boss who could have given Miranda Priestly from The Devil Wears Prada a run for her money. But not everyone is like that. And it would be such a cool job. What I forgot was the producers who screamed at me for things that weren't my fault, directors who wanted their every whim treated like life and death, and having to watch actors' hopes dashed when they learned they didn't get the part. Plus, it had been 10 years since I'd worked in theater, and I have not maintained my connections. I would have had to start over again from scratch, maybe even as an unpaid intern. I remember saying to people about my decision to go to social work school after leaving the theater, if I'm going to work with crazy people, I should know what I'm doing. Plus, I now had a young son, making staying out late for opening night parties and such much harder. Then one night, I was sitting on the porch with my husband, talking about this for the hundredth time. And he said, why don't you start your private practice? When he said it, I knew it was exactly what I needed to do. This story illustrates my shift between what DBT calls the three states of mind, reasonable mind, 
emotion mind, and wise mind. Reasonable mind is when you're thinking and behaving only from reason, seeing just the facts and excluding values and emotions. The archivist's job looked like a good fit on paper. Reasonable mind decisions are logical and pragmatic. They are the know-it-all of decisions. They are the choices your parents want you to make. But they don't necessarily make your heart sing because they ignore feelings. I could have done the archivist's job. It was good money, good benefits, good hours. But I would have been bored to tears. Emotion mind is when you're thinking and behaving emotionally, treating feelings as facts about the world, and letting your emotions rule your behavior. Emotion mind decisions disregard reason and pragmatics. They are pressured and desperate. You feel as if you must do it now or your life will be over. Oh my God, casting would be so cool. All my friends in Oklahoma will know I've made it because they'll see my name in the credits of a TV show or in a playbill. When I thought about a return to casting, I focused on the excitement and the prestige of the job without considering the facts. Wise mind is when you're thinking and behaving wisely, seeing things as they are. Wise mind is in alignment with values and goals, where you can access both reason and emotion. When I decided to start my private practice, it felt right and made sense. And the idea of starting my own business from scratch was terrifying. Just because it was the wise choice doesn't mean it was the easy choice. When you make one wise mind decision, you often have a series of other challenges to face as a result. I have now been in private practice for over 15 years, rolling with the ups and downs of parenting. We added two more sons to our family, relocation, the Great Recession, and a global pandemic. Through all of these challenges, I have never wavered on the wisdom of starting my private practice. Being a therapist is my calling and my joy. And I could have easily missed it. The fear that came when my husband suggested private practice was powerful. If I had allowed myself to be distracted by it, who knows where I'd be. Emotion mind and reasonable mind are loud, pushy, and opinionated. So you have to work hard to hear the whisper of wise mind. You have to quiet your mind and listen. When my husband suggested private practice, it was a cliche light bulb moment. I knew it was right, even though I was subsequently filled with fear. The right path can be scary, but it's important not to let fear obscure your path because letting fear lead is an emotion mind choice. If you're scared, figure out if what you're afraid of is really dangerous. If it's not, lean into the fear. Solve the problems as they come and do the things that feel scary. Again and again. Doing this sends the message to your mind and body that the thing you fear is not actually a threat. Accessing wise mind is not only useful for big life decisions like in my example, It is also useful when making everyday decisions, like whether to stay out late on a school night or work night to attend a friend's party, or should you buy that cute sweater or save money for a rainy day. 
In the next episode, I will offer a guided meditation that helps you access wise mind. Thanks so much for joining me today for A Therapist Takes Her Own Advice. Remember, the information shared here today is not a replacement for treatment with a licensed professional. If you've connected with what you've heard here and want to work with me, go to my website, rebeccashackney.com, and send me a message through my contact page. And please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. 